I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Mostly cloudy, breezy tonight, the low 39. With the mayoral election coming up in Carbondale, candidates Carolyn Harvey and Harold Visser are sharing their thoughts on the Carbondale Gun Violence Needs Assessment Report. The report showed gun violence spikes at the beginning and end of the Southern Illinois University semester. Mayor Pro Tempore Harvey says Carbondale could decrease gun violence by increasing the buying age to 21, making it harder to buy assault weapons and through background checks. One, and we haven't had this problem locally, but assault weapons, making it more difficult for people to purchase those. Also, uh, increasing the age of purchase to 21 instead of 18, uh, doing more thorough background checks. Visser, a local property manager, says local police have been a huge help in decreasing gun violence. And I also... uh want to say that I think the Carbondale Police Department has been working very hard on this, working with our um, county DA, and we had a lot of violence due to gang activity, and I believe they arrested about 34 people, and that really has diminished some of the uh, active gunfire in our city. The candidates appeared on the 21st show to discuss several other issues, including abortion access ahead of the April 4th election. You can find their entire interview on our webpage at WSIU.org. SIU Carbondale has announced the hiring of the university's new chief academic officer, pending approval next month from the Board of Trustees. Cheryl Tucker is in line to become SIUC's next provost and vice chancellor for academic affairs. It's a job that provides leadership in student retention, faculty hiring, promotion and tenure, outreach to the community, and overall student support. Tucker would come to Carbondale from Oklahoma State University, where she serves as vice provost and dean of the graduate college for the OSU system graduate campuses. Before OSU, she worked for two years at the National Science Foundation as program director and visiting scientist in its graduate research fellowship program. Before that, Tucker served in faculty and administrative roles at the University of Missouri-Columbia for 15 years. If approved by the trustees, Tucker would start at SIUC by July 1st, although the exact date is not yet determined. The Interagency Working Group on Coal and Power Plant Communities and Economic Revitalization was developed to bring resources to areas impacted by mine and power plant closures. Multiple state and federal agencies will be in Marion tomorrow to share what funding opportunities they offer and how to apply. Prairie Rivers Network Energy Campaign Coordinator Amanda Pancaw says to apply for these funds, certain criteria has to be met. To apply for a grant from the Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity, you have to have an account in their GATA portal, which is GATA stands for Grants Accountability Transparency Act. So you have to show that you have, you're in good standing in certain ways, that you have uh, um, registered with the state and the federal government in certain ways to, to be eligible for these grants. Communities can find funding for projects like renewable and clean energy, water, transportation, and more. A new Sierra Club report analyzes premature mortality caused by soot from coal-fired power plants. IndyCara has more on what that means for Illinois. The analysis used data from the Clean Air Task Force. Cook County was ranked second in the nation for the most premature deaths per capita on a county level. And the Prairie State Generating Station in Washington County was associated with 76 premature deaths, one of the deadliest in the nation. Christine Nanicelli is with the Illinois Sierra Club. To see how significant some of these plants are um, impacting and really accounting for a disproportionate 
burden of pollution and, and public health impacts. A representative with Prairie State says the plant has maintained more than $1 billion in advanced emissions control technology. I'm Indy Kara. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.